Now entering Armbar Audio. What is going on, people? Welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. It's a special late night live stream episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your boy, John Kearns, aka Jake is the Wiz, for those of you that follow me on my regular Twitter and also know a little bit about my gaming stuff that I do. I don't expect anybody to, but you know, I try to promote it when I can. Uh, anyway, I'm joined as always uh, by my partner, Brody King. Sorry, just kidding. It's actually Tim Farley. Uh, yeah, I figured today was the day to bust this old bad boy out for the for the uh, show because we just witnessed history, John, didn't we? We sure did. MDK all fucking day. MDK equals DCW. All right, I'm bringing up the chat to see if anybody's talking to us. Uh, Nerdy Mark says, oh shit, someone broke into Tim's house. Nope, it's just Tim. Nope, it's just Tim. He's part of the MDK gang. Well, uh, you know what they say about MDK. It's all fucking. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, we just got done watching the world on GCW from the legendary venue, the Hammerstein Ballroom at the Manhattan Center in New York City. It was Tim the whole time. Um, (laughs) So we got. Lots of good matches on this card. We saw uh, the pre-show was available for free on YouTube. Pre-show fucking Pre-show did fucking roll. It featured a battle royal. Uh, Tim, run down some of the names that we saw in the battle royal. Well, we saw uh, Indie Wrestling Hall of Famers Lufisto and Ruckus. Yeah. That Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame show is worth a check out as well. It was pretty good. Absolutely. Lots of stuff that I didn't know about. Uh... Lots of stuff. I, I didn't see Jerry Lynn's part yet. But okay. Jerry Lynn's anyway, part uh, we had Dark Sheik, um, Raderick, uh, Cool Raderick. Oh, yeah. Uh, Charles Mason of JCW, um, Thunder Rosa. Yeah, the big surprise at the uh, end, Thunder Rosa. Arrow. Yeah, Arrow. That was that really, was really cool. Uh, big Toka, fucking juicy finale. Uh, sh- KTB was yeah, back. Yeah, KTB was back. That was very I, cool. I, I was saying for the longest time. Where's going, KTB? Like, where the they got KTB? Shane Mercer. Where's KTB? Yeah. Right. Um, there was Yokai, yeah. uh, Janai, and um, Yoya. Uh, Marcus Mathers was there. And since, you know, Yoya and Janai were there and Marcus was there, I was expecting Billy Starks, but she, she wasn't uh, involved. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big Vin, Big fucking Vin. Uh, he wrestles a lot in violence and suffering and JCW as well. And I found out today that he is 911's son, which makes a lot of fucking sense. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, there was a shit ton of people, dude. Like, basically, everybody they didn't have in. The other, other matches, matches yeah. you know. Like- uh, then, of course, uh, after the Battle Royal, which was won by Big Vin, 
which was a welcome. Yeah, it came down. Which to was four, a welcome. And I love. Yeah, I love the booking of the final four. Yeah, you had Lufisto and Thunder Rosa, which I was like, I want them to wrestle anyway. Like, I want that to happen. <laughs> Charles Mason and Big Vin, and you know, Big Finn has the legacy. Mason's an up and coming heel. He really reminds me of a more sadistic uh, MJF. Um, I really liked that those four wrestlers were in there at the end. Yeah. And yeah, I would absolutely uh, love to see Lefisto have some more involvement with GCW, if at all possible. Mm. I'm sure, I'm sure it will happen. Uh, after the Battle Royal, we had the Scramble match. Can't have a GCW show without a Scramble match. Hammerstein, no different. Uh, the Scramble match pitted one Ninja Fucked Mac against one the Sauce Guard Alex Zane against one. Help me out, Tim. It, it was a long show. I'm Dante Leon. <laughs> Dante Leon, Ninja Fucked Mac, uh, Shane, yeah, Mercer. Shane Mercer. Whoever the fuck you said, I don't remember. Uh, I said Ninja Mac, Dante Leon, Shane Mercer. Uh, who else did I say? I just said it. Jack Cartwheel. Jack Cartwheel. Alex Zane. Zane. Yes, I was trying to Zane. That's what I said. Jimmy, Jimmy Lloyd. Lloyd. I think that was it. Uh, was that six that you just named? Was that it? Or was Jimmy Lloyd in the, in the ladder match? Oh, yeah. Jimmy Lloyd was in the ladder match. But we'll get into that. You know what? How about I pull up the card, eh? Uh, I got it. Oh, I you got, got it? it? Okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, realized. goddamn. <laughs> yeah, I mean, He's like, going off the rails already. We're dudes. screwed. <laughs> There's a bunch of dudes in the match, and they did a bunch of doodly things. Uh, Jack Cartwheel, Leon, Grim Reaper, Grim Reaper. was the one we yeah. missed. And that the was one the we missed winner. was the winner. Apparently, Nick Wayne was supposed to be there, but he was not. Oh, that's a shame. I, I wonder why. Well, I wonder if there's another. You know blood. what? We talked about Young Billiam not being on the card. I wonder if that's another weird fucking New York wrestling rule. Maybe. Yeah. But I think Marcus is young too. Uh, I don't but know. anyway. But anyway. Either way, this fucking match ruled. I fucking love how they have like all these like spot monkeys and uh you know flippers and then you throw flippers. someone like shame mercy oh hell yeah just fuck you know, people up fucking rules every time uh you know ninja mac uh, if you watch gcw you know what these guys involves yeah. it's gonna be a great match alex zane was wearing personally my favorite color combination light blue and dude red. alex zane uh, showed up dripped out i saw your tweet about him he showed yeah. up uh what what'd you say? Draped up and dripped out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an old southern rap song. Draped up and dripped out. No one talk about. Man but, walked uh, up just like yeah, a he. man walked up just like just like a fire sauce packet. <laughs> Dude, I thought he was fucking Godfather for a second. <laughs> With the sauce train. But <laughs> right. But uh this match was won by New York's own Graham oh, yeah. Reefer. So uh and, and that was pretty rad, you know, like, of course, he had to pull out the uh, joint and smoke it, which was Good cool. thing you're allowed to do that uh, in but New York. Can't do anything the fuck else. <laughs> well, you know, you never know. It might just be oregano. Might or be. 
Uh, also on the pre-show, providing commentary efforts during the breaks was friend of the show Poyo Del Mar, which was fucking awesome to see her finally there. And Lenny Lenny, yeah. yeah. Awesome to see Poyo finally there. She talked to, when we had her on the show. Uh, yeah, him, because it was not Poyo. It was the alter ego. But yeah. Uh, he talked about wanting to be involved with GCW, so it's awesome to finally see them get that chance. Yeah. Uh, so... And then they introed everybody for the ladder yeah. match before going to the main show. And we had, we had for the grab the brass ring um, ladder match, you had Jimmy Lloyd, Jordan Oliver, PCO, fucking. Oh, I hate myself. You had it a second uh, ago. <laughs> Alex Colon, Tony Deppin. Tony Deppin. And replacing Leo Rush was the motherfucking truth, AJ No, Gray. replacing Leo Rush was G. Raver. Yeah. Oh, you're right. And then... Well, then where was AJ Well, Gray? AJ Gray came out... I guess he yeah, he, added, he, he was oh. added because of Eddie Kingston's unfortunate uh, injury. Yeah, so, like, he didn't yeah. replace anyone. He just... He's like, hey, I'm up. here to fuck somebody up because Eddie's not here. <laughs> Right, and right. fuck G-ray people up, he did. <laughs> That's what he's known for, though. PCO was not playing around in this match. He did, like, some crazy shit uh, with the ladder, and uh, he hit, like, a package pile driver on it. He, like, did a flying cross body with one or something like that. Yeah. Everybody in this match and the scramble match just really threw it all out yeah. there. I mean, like... The beginning of this show, uh, from the pre-show, from the beginning of the pre-show to all the way through the Lucha match that happened after this, like, it was just balls yeah. to the wall. Um, but AJ Gray got the brass ring, which we are all happy Oh, very about. much so. If it was going to be anybody. And yeah. So those first three matches, you had the legacy guy kind of big yeah. win you had you had the uh legacy guy grim reefer and then you have the legacy guy aj gray win uh so it seemed to me like oh okay gcw is going to be putting over their homegrown and like you know however you yeah. want to call it talent um the next match was team gringo loco against team bandito and that Wild. shit was fucking bananas some of the great, some and of the greatest of spots I've ever seen, to be perfectly honest. ASF, Aries, Laredo Kid, Demonic Flamita, Gringo Loco, Bandito, they all went nuts. And like that, I'm, you know, I saw your tweet about this is the most dangerous chicken fight <laughs> yeah. I ever saw. And it's funny because I was messaging Sid at the time and I said, very dangerous game of thing. chicken with the triple stack fight. Wow, Aries like jumped up onto the top, did like a backflip kick to Flamita's face, and then yeah, flipped off. That was like the people, which was insane. And who who won the match? Gringo Loco won the match, aka another legacy guy. So it was like, okay, all right. At this point, the show takes a bizarre 
bizarre turn. Yeah, like a, what I was saying <laughs> earlier, John, from the pre-show, from the beginning of the pre-show through this match, it was just balls to the wall, high octane, up, 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 up. We're going up. We're just going to stay straight on this up course. No peaks and yeah. valleys. And then we get Janela and Cardona. And you'll yeah. Uh, Janela? I mean, there was, there was some good psychology. Yeah. The two guys didn't wrestle bad or anything like that. But one, it was... It was a clusterfuck. There, there was too many people involved that and, did not have to be involved. The only one that made sense was the yeah, one... Yeah, and I understand. I saw some takes uh, that it was, like, parodying WWE-type booking. But if that's what they were going for, make it a little more obvious. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Swoggle in the fucking outfit, kind yeah, of. Yeah, Swoggle in the outfit, definitely. I did. I did. Even though we loved Sam Stackhouse, yeah. I don't know I why Sam was there. Why he was there? But I love Sam Stackhouse. Marco Stunt made sense. Marco Stunt made sense he because he's involved with Joe Janela. They're on a team. Brian Myers made sense because of the Edge. Uh, the Edgeheads connection. Well, not uh, just that, but like we all know that Macrodona and Brian are best friends. They have the toy review show and all that. But yeah, uh, way too fucking long and way too fucking much. Way too fucking long. The whole Mark Sterling part was annoying. Like, stupid. Yeah, Virgil showing up in a uh, Mr. Man mask uh, would have been. Was kind of funny. Would have been way funnier without Mark Sterling involved. Um, and also, if it would have just been like, like, really like fast, yeah. Wait, it just seemed like that whole part took way too long, and it was just, it really fucked up the flow of the show for yeah. me. Uh, I do love Cardona as yeah. a heel, uh, and. Chelsea is great but as well. Definitely should have um, stuck with her, Jess Marco and Jess Bryant. <laughs> yeah. She, when she hit uh, Cardona in the nuts, and then yeah, it was yeah, like that she was, was good. For that Janella. was good. That was, that was fun. But, um, you know, Janela losing kind of pissed yeah, me off. Yeah, there was. There was a couple of results in this show that pissed me off because, like Baffling. I said earlier, it felt like GCW was putting over their people. So, what the fuck? But, I mean, I guess Cardona is one of their people now because, you know, he was in the Hammerstein thing, you know? Yeah. He was like, you're great, but you're not a main eventer. Good luck in your future endeavors and Uh, all that. If this, if if Janela and Cardona is going to continue, fine. Keep it between them. Only. Mm. Or, tag yeah, match. give me Brian Myers and Cardona versus Marco and Janela if Marco's fully back to wrestling. Uh, I hope this doesn't mean that the voice didn't work out. That's just the, that. That's another thing that's lingering on my mind. Uh, yeah. Right, right. Um, well, I, no, I mean, you can't have the biggest GC with, without, with, without Marco. Yeah. Marco. I kind of felt like that going into it. I was like, this kind of sucks that Marco yeah. isn't going to be there. So seeing him there was very cool. Uh, very happy. There there was definitely. 
Oh, we didn't even talk about Dickinson. We and fucking we water. I, I figured since we skipped it, we'll talk about that at the end because that was like oh, okay, All that right. was a personal highlight of the entire evening for me. That whole little bit, fucking, was awesome. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I I I, I don't want to linger on this too long because uh, we yeah, we know GCW over. sure did. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. For all the time they spent on this match, they could have put it into the it, rest of the show. Put it into the last yeah. two matches. Oh yeah, give us Cardona and Myers versus Janela and Marco, or end this, please. <laughs> okay, moving on. What was next? Um, then uh, I believe it went from that to Ali and Soho. Ali and Soho, which left. Uh, that match left a bad taste in some people's mouths that I do not in any way, shape, or form agree with. I've I felt it was it was okay. Like it was a decent match. Yeah. But I personally expected a little bit more. I really think everything and, after Cardona and Janela and was. And I think Ali should have won. Yeah. All that build, all that build. That promo alone, you don't even really need the build. That promo alone. That's what I mean. Like, that and plus, like, you know, going through Kylie Ray, wrestling Thunder Rosa. That promo after the Kylie Ray match. Everything that she's done for the past year or so, uh, you know, or more, you know, uh, it kind of mirrored what Lufisto was saying in her speech about being one of the boys, being a wrestler, being accepted by everybody and, and wrestling everybody. Yeah. And then they have the promo where, like, you know, she missed out on so much and she wanted this match for so long. And she's your homegrown talent. And she loses. I don't get it. Yeah. And, like, sure, you could say, oh, well, they might have a rematch. But yeah, yeah, they might. But it's the Hammerstein fucking ball. They might, but it was the Hammerstein show. It was the biggest show in GCW history. Like literally, statistically, the biggest show in GCW history. Ali should have won. Yeah, speaking of should have won, the next match. What the fuck? Jeff Jarrett says that these guys and girls aren't the last outlaws. I'm the real last outlaw. Effie doesn't want the Yeah, match, nobody does this last outlaw shit except Taker. That sucks then, too. But Jeff Jarrett attacked Allie, a.k.a. half of Bussy, uh, with Effie, and Effie gave him what he wanted. And, you know, this wasn't terrible. Yeah, not a I terrible match at all. Effie, Effie came out you know, in both matches, both members of Bussy came out, uh, still loved, still revered, and you know, I would say Effie probably got more fans tonight uh, than he has in a while, yeah, because of the reach of this show and the antics he pulled against Jeff yeah. Jarrett. Why did Jeff Jarrett win? Beats me. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Like, are they going to figure it out? This? Let us know. Because here's the thing, um, you know, we see 
we see older wrestlers come back and you hear a chance of you still got it and shit. I didn't hear that at all during this match, but Jeff Jarrett I saw some of it on Twitter, played yeah. it. He played it as kind of a brawler and he knew he was in GCW, yeah, so what, he was gonna get he looks good. He looks good. He looks he looks yeah. like he's ready and, for and a run. I, I can't like knock how yeah. he wrestled the match. It made perfect sense. It just I don't I don't know where it's going, and I just hope it, it's going somewhere yeah. good. But this begs the question, John. Is Bussy fine? Is Bussy fine? Is Effie fine? Because to me, those are two of your biggest names. And you gave the wins to Vin. You gave the wins to Grim Reefer, AJ, fucking Gringo. uh, You know, and then you you stiff Janella, Allie, and Effie. Yeah, Janella, Maybe that's because they're already made. I don't know. Janella, Allie, and Effie. Pretty much are GCW. Aside yeah. from a couple other names that we'll get yeah. into, but yeah. Like what <laughs> happened? What these three what, matches what right did here? Cordella, what Cardella? What did Cardona and Janela cause that like it shifted the time space continuum and all of a sudden these matches were not being booked for the GCW fans? <laughs> exactly. Know. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like, this cluster of three matches took this pay-per-view from what would have been A plus to probably a B, in my opinion. High C, delicious. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. High C. I was saying a B just because I didn't want you to chew my fucking ass I'd go high C, B minus. Yeah. In there. Absolutely. Yeah. uh, then we got back. But on I'll track. tell you what, like those three matches kind of made people that love GCW and were telling everybody, hey, you got to watch the show. It's their biggest show. You got to, if you haven't seen it, oh, shit. if you haven't seen it, we are jumping around. I don't give, I don't a, give a shit either. Uh, but like, before, hold on, wait, before let me fucking... say this. These three matches, you're talking about Effie, talking about Ali, talking about Cardona and Janela. Uh, diehard GCW fans like you, like me, like a bunch of our friends on Twitter. Uh, we're hyping this show up, telling people, hey, if you don't know GCW, get this show. It's their biggest show yet. And to people that have never seen GCW, these matches made us look stupid. In my Agreed. opinion. But before these three matches, totally forgot. We talked about Leo Rush being replaced. Yeah. Well, Leo Rush did have a place on this card. Yeah. Apparently, Jonathan Gresham could not make it to defend the ROH World right, Title. Correct, because I I heard that Jordan Grace might have uh, COVID, yeah. maybe or something. So uh, Blake Christian wrestled one of his best nemesises, Leo Rush, in a fucking fantastic match. Uh, uh, hold on, Camilo Corrales says, "What the hell? Jeff Jarrett is still wrestling and won." Exactly. <laughs> Right. Exactly. I mean, I popped whenever Jarrett first came to GCW. Yeah, I was like, this I didn't cool. know it was going to be a fucking program. <laughs> well, even if it is, like, how do you have the biggest show and not put your dude over? I, I don't I don't get it. 
I don't get that. How do you how do you not um, put Effie over on GCW's big shows? <laughs> right, especially after what Waterdale said. But we'll get to that. We'll talk about all the non-matches yeah. after this. All the stuff that happened. Um, so yeah, Leo Rush and Blake Christian put on a fucking banger, fucking ruled. Um, you know, Leo Rush is a very controversial figure in wrestling. Uh people uh either love him or hate him. And uh I love him, you know. Um seems like you know he's done with AEW and you know whatever, you know, if it didn't work out for him, it didn't work out yeah. for him. That doesn't mean he's retiring. Right. Obviously not. He's been he's on the indies. Who cares? Uh the other thing is <clears throat> John, after these three match those three matches we were talking about, we got back on track with the world championship. John fucking Moxley uh against Homicide. And this match uh was better than I expected yeah. because the last few times I saw Homicide, I didn't think he still could produce a decent match that much on his own. But, uh, you know, John Moxley looks 10 years younger. He, he looks great. Uh, yeah, you really, was, um, it's going to be difficult for anybody to harsh my, to harsh my buzz when I see John Moxley wrestle right now. And how about that chant? Whenever the fucking, whenever it's, I'll let you say it here. Fuck. Bully Fuck. Holy Ray. FTR? Nah, FBR. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, you know, uh, Moxley retained, and, you know, me and you were talking, and I'm like, you know, I don't buy the whole Mox. I mean, the whole MDK isn't GCW anymore. There's heat between them. He's not on the show. I said, Moxley's going to retain. Cage is going to come out and carve him up. And that didn't happen. And then we started like, thinking, well, what, fuck, what the dude. fuck is this? Like, what is going on? What the right. fuck are they doing? And we totally, like, like, we both thought it. We both thought there, it. We were texting about it. We we're both going, what the fuck are they doing? <laughs> and putting that match yeah. there made me forget about the tag right. titles. So then I'm going, like, what the fuck? And then they say, oh, the tag titles are up. And, you yeah. know, I'm thinking. All right. So it's it's got to uh, be a big thing. Right, right. right. And. I'm like, I'm wondering if it's FTR, but FTR came out and attacked them on Ring of Honor. FTR kind of has that Cornette mentality of this being beneath them. So it made sense for them not to be there. Um, I said earlier in the week, maybe RSP and Kogar, but something happened with Kogar earlier in the show that we'll talk about. Uh, And then... You know, we got Tremont come out, and I was like, "Okay, this is this." Matt is Tremont it. comes out because fucking we watched Tremont engage against Riddle and fucking Tom Lawler. We know that Tremont and Gage are like the biggest names in American Deathmatch yeah. scene. Tremont just came back from a long hiatus, and he had that amazing match against AJ Gray. And violence and suffering, which Gage was on the fucking commentary booth for it, and he was putting over Tremont so much. And everyone's looking, everyone's looking and waiting, and all of a sudden you had uh who's that guy? Uh 
Dewey Donovan. Yeah. He came out and I'm like, fuck yes. And then fucking for whom the bell tools came on. And you know, this match was what I expected, but a little bit shorter. Yeah. You know, uh, you got guys throwing chairs at each other, breaking table, breaking fucking, uh, doors on each other's heads, pile drivers, you know, this, that, the other Nick gauge covered Mark Briscoe. And it looked like Jay had broken it up, but they called the match. Yeah. And, uh, afterwards we got gauge on the microphone and John, you could talk about that. All right. So gauge gets on the mic and of course, how does he start it off? Where's my motherfucking gig at? Huge pop. No. Huge pop. This is New it York was a City. Huge pop. Where's my that, that's what I was saying. gang at? I was going to say, it was a huge pop, but it wasn't big enough for the King Nick Gage. It never is. Oh, it never is. Uh, <laughs> uh, where's my motherfucking gang at? Crowd goes bananas. Entire fucking locker room pours out into the ring. I thought that shit was falling down. Uh, <laughs> um, he talks about fuck. I don't remember what. Is, he yeah. basically just put over how GCW right. was the best promotion and it's MDK all fucking day, and that's all you really that's all you need. That's all we need to hear from Gage. Because all we all we were waiting for was Nick Gage, because you cannot say GCW and not think of yeah. Nick Gage. That. That's it. But outside of the matches, uh, on the pre-show, we had Brett Lauderdale and Chris Dickinson come out. Dickinson uh, gave a really good speech and talked about, uh, you know, it, he said it wasn't Ring of Honor. It wasn't Evolve. It wasn't Beyond Wrestling. It was GC fucking W who gave me the mic in the middle of this ring in my hometown. Yep. And uh he said he's coming back spring break weekend um you know he was injured with a leg injury that happened in new japan strong i believe at battle of the valley that's what happened and then lauderdale took the mic and um just said everything we wanted to hear absolutely uh lauderdale put over Epi and said that we're gonna make wrestling as gay as gay as possible and like he put over Ali. That's that's the thing. Like in his speech, he put over Ali and Effie specifically. So yeah. Like definitely some confusion. Cause he was saying how there's been a million GCWs. And then he said, You're gonna look at that locker room and tell me there's a million Alley catches. Oh, uh-oh. There's uh-oh. a million. I fucked it up. Hold on. No, the fucking music's going. Hold on. Shut up. What the hell? Shut up. But exploit. Yeah, he was saying that and um, <laughs> talking about the GCW beginnings and everything like that. And like a really good promoter didn't mention Gage. Right. And, you know, the whole show was like, hey, thinking, what, the, what fuck? the fuck? And then another segment we had. Somebody else came down. To yeah, the room, dude. Right? It was the one and only. The one and only. Oh, man, sir. He's a simple kind of man. I was a little tiffed that they didn't play that song, but it's all right. 
it would have taken way too long. I thought it was funny how they played it. Uh, I I thought it was funny how they played it right, right before the Hall of Fame show went on, and then tonight he came right. back. <laughs> right. I love that. It was like that. That was like a a, a little tease. I think. <laughs> I believe I believe you're correct, yeah. and you know, uh, <clears throat> Mance came back and he was talking up gcw and how much he loved it and of course anytime somebody grabs a mic and doesn't have a match this man has to insert himself oh well it's none other than representing the 440 the silver teeth satan atticus kogar yep and uh you know he he was saying fuck gcw and sgc are just lauderdale's saint snakes were the real outlaws of gcw and blah 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 and mancer said you know i might the doctor said i couldn't wrestle but he didn't say i couldn't beat a punk bitch's ass <laughs> and it, you know they start fighting 440 come out and put a whooping on mancer you got matthew justice come down then the lights went out and i'm thinking oh shit like is this gonna be rsp and he's going to put Koger in his place. Yeah. Which would have been awesome. But no, it was from the, uh, if you watched Most Notorious. Yeah. We had Gregory Irons. Started some shit with someone he did not want yeah, to. Kogar started shit because... with somebody he shouldn't have. It was Sabu. Accompanied by Bill Alfonso, which was funny because at Most Notorious, uh, Greg Irons did the whistle thing. And made people think it was Bill Alfonso, but it was fucking him. Yeah. And then Alfonso hit him with a chair and then DDT yeah. his ass. <laughs> but uh, so we got that feel good moment. And from what it looked like, you know, uh, if Dickinson's coming back around spring break, Mancer may be earlier or around the same time. Because, yeah. you know, he moved around, he took bumps. The fuck? But uh, all in all, you know, I think that, you know, you have people maybe turning into, tuning into GCW for the first time. Right. And seeing Ruby and Jeff Jarrett win may sway more viewers. Um, But that, those three matches, like we said, took away from this pay-per-view for different reasons. Yeah. And, and it's really unfortunate because I do, we both do. We love GCW. We're GCW until we fucking die. Um, I mean, fuck, how many other shows have we sponsored? And we're not going to stop because of this. That, that'd be stupid. You, oh, you that- can't let this sully a whole fucking uh, like love that you have for this thing. And we can provide criticism because we're we're consumers just like anyone else. And yeah, because we love this so much, we can be like, maybe that wasn't the best thing they could have done. It doesn't mean that it was shit. Like it doesn't right. like this was like still said, a legendary B-. night. It, it went from an A plus to a B minus. Yeah. It, it could have been. It could have been, uh, you know, the high mark 
of 2022, but luckily it's only January. Yeah. Um, so, John, I do have some questions for All you. Right, let's go. Um, I'm about it. I'm about it. About it. Do you do you think that GCW, as they, you know, they make Homecoming weekend an annual thing, Spring Break an annual thing, um, the uh, the show during Mania weekend an annual thing, the collective right. an annual thing. Do you think that GCW will make the Hammerstein show an annual thing? That would make me very happy. I hope they do. I hope they're able to. Uh, me too. Yeah, that'd be... Because, like, th- this was legendary. This was the biggest independent show in history. If you're not counting all in. Um, and... Looking at where AW is now, I don't know if I am counting all in anymore. I don't know. Well, all in wasn't. AW. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I I know, I know. Uh, yeah, that De- definitely more to love than to not love. I'll say that. I agree. Yeah, and I like the whole idea of the Hall of Fame. You know, uh, they really paid. That needs to be to an annual thing. Really, who really fucking deserved it? Yeah. That needs to be um, in. The presenters were fantastic as well. Um, I. My other questions are, where. Where do you think the stories are going? Huh. That's interesting. Uh, well, we're definitely getting. We're definitely getting SGC versus some formation of 440 at spring break. Um, I really hope RSV comes back someday and puts yeah. puts Kogar in his place. Uh, <laughs> because Kogar's out here picking battles that I don't think 440 needs to be picking. <laughs> I mean... Objectively, Kogar is very good. Yeah. And it was kind of a shame that he w- didn't have a match. But, you know, they did. I We all thought that they were going to have Oliver and Kogar happen in Hammerstein. Yeah. And then they blew their load early and, and changed it up. And that match should have happened in Hammerstein. Those two I mean, guys yeah, it should have. But, like, are the, are the young the young goats of, of GCW. Yeah. But they made up for it. You know, Oliver had his good, good moments in that match and Atticus doing what he did was, you know, people aren't going to forget. Yeah. Um, but yeah, RSP, I don't know where you are, but you need to come back. You are, you are sorely missed. I'll say that. There's so much that they could do, you know? Um, but uh maybe you know. maybe we get Bussy versus Jeff Jarrett and a partner at some point. Yeah, who? I don't know. We'd have to we think find they out. would bring in well she never wrestled, right? Who, Karen Jarrett? No. Yeah. No. Thank I don't God. think so. Well please don't. Please don't. I don't need to hear Let's her see. Voice. Who hey who's I don't know. Who's beefing with Allie? 
Do you think Ruby will continue to? I mean, I guess I would love to see Kylie Ray again. Yeah, that'd be cool. And since she works for NWA and Jared's history with the NWA, (laughs) Camillo says, please have Cardona get beat down big time. Tired of him winning. (laughs) Hopefully, at Beyond Wrestling Day 91, RSP beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. Because if RSP didn't do the things that he did with Gage, Cardona wouldn't have a fucking leg to stand on. Absolutely. In independent wrestling. But uh, anyway, um, final thoughts, John. Final thoughts. Uh, I still enjoyed the show. It, it was very enjoyable. Um, I, I, I don't regret. I never regret, never have regretted, probably never will regret uh, purchasing a GCW show. This wasn't. This was not the worst GCW show I've watched. No, not at all. We're just critiquing it so much because it was hyped. Hyped as much as it was. Yeah. 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 I mean, honestly, say you will beat the fuck out of Most Notorious, dude. Yeah. Most Notorious looked like a goddamn preschooler next to... Compared to Say You Will, yeah. graduate. Yeah. On from say you will, and that happened the day after. Like, well, yeah, but on. it happens. Doesn't mean yep. it, it doesn't mean you stop supporting. You know, and it's MDK all fucking. It day. is MDK all fucking day. Anytime Nick Gage wins a match and John Moxley wins a match, I, nothing else might as well happen. Fuck y'all. <laughs> so with that, wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one. Peace and love, love to all of you. Bye-bye. Bang. Bang.